It's that time of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Week six predictions. Week five is in the books. We'll cover a little bit of that. We'll cover what we're talking about the teams, but it's all about looking forward. Week six, look look toward the future. Don't look toward the past. Alex, I know your Patriots were off last week. We'll get into them in just a moment here. Let's get into it. Week six predictions on the Respect the Midwest podcast. Did you push yourself to be great today? Did you do it? If you didn't do it, you lost today. We ain't got many days to lose. Lowe's trying to get open, fires away. Bang! It's over! The Bulls win at the buzzer! Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. And this time he's going to go down. It's going to be picked off by Mack. Mack with the interception. And Mack will take it all the way in for a touchdown. This is Respect the Midwest. Let's cut the crap. Let's get right into it. There's no need to talk about last week. Like I said in the intro, week six, Alex, start us off. What is the first game we want us to cover? First, we're traveling to Nashville, where the Houston Texans will be taking on the still undefeated Tennessee Titans. Yeah, two teams who we didn't think would be in the position that they are now, and I'll probably say that a lot here during... Uh, this week six prediction is week six. Just think about that for a minute. Holy crap. We're almost halfway down with the season. Um, well, let's talk about the Texans first. They got their first win last week after firing uh, Bill O'Brien, ironically. I think Bill O'Brien probably would have won that game. I don't think really it mattered who the coach was. But, you know, good on the Texans for getting their first win. I don't, I mean, in this game, I, I can't see them coming out with the win. The Titans, last week against, or excuse me, on Tuesday against the Bills, they put on a performance that I don't think. I mean, I didn't see it coming out, and I'm sure you didn't either. Uh, the one play that basically you know, um, encapsulates the whole game is when Derrick Henry absolutely, I mean, shoved is an understatement. He literally threw that man to outer space. Poor Josh Norman. He used to be an elite corner one, uh, one year. I don't know if you remember that. It feels like it was forever ago. I know. Feels like he's kind of been, feels like he's kind of been irrelevant lately. His fights with Photo Beckham were legendary. Oh, for sure. But in this game, give me the Titans, give me them big. They're only favored by three and a half somehow. Um, maybe that's telling us something. Maybe Vegas knows something that we don't, but I, I think the Titans will take that thing. I, I think, I, I think they, they've got this one in the bag. And another thing I want to add, too, is like, they, I mean, everyone thought that the Titans were going to you know, be affected by the fact that they had so much time off being affected by the Rona wagon, you know, but they, they didn't skip a beat. They came on and absolutely destroyed the Buffalo Bills, who... We'll talk about them later, but I, I just thought that was interesting. The Titans are a very good clock management team, and I just see them dominating in time of possession. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I feel like the Houston defense will give them a little bit of a challenge this week for some reason, but give me the Tennessee Titans in this game. No, for sure. Tennessee should blow them out in this game. So the Colts, are they're another interesting case of you know, I, I don't want to call them frauds because they played the Browns. The Browns are a good team. Again, we'll talk about them later as well. It will be interesting to see how they respond to it. You know, if they is the, if this game is a lot closer than it should be, I think we might be questioning the legitimacy of the Colts as a whole. They went into last week with, with the number one defense. Um, you have Jonathan Taylor fitting in pretty nicely there at running back. So I, I think the Colts will be fine. For the Bengals, Joey B., 
He got that uh, first win a couple weeks ago, and then they came off against the Ravens, and well, I mean the I mean the Ravens, you know, took out all their frustration against Kansas City on them, so you can't really blame him for that. Joe Burrow is just getting absolutely beat up in every single game that they play. That O line is garbage. They got to get him some help there on the O line. Um, Colts favorite by seven and a half in this game. I, I, I've got to take them. They're just the better team. I think they're going to bounce back. Unfortunately for Joe Burrow and the Bengals, who I love. Yeah, I I expect this to be a closer game than people expect. I think Joe Burrow will find a way to keep it close because that's just the kind of guy he is. I feel like this will be his like really coming out story. But I there's, the Colts are going to win in the end. I believe in that run game, Phillip Rivers. Even though he throws a lot of picks, he can still manage a game pretty well. And when it comes down to it, Frank Reich is a better head coach than Zach Taylor. Next on the slate, we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Battle of the Bads is what I like to call this game. The combined record here is 1-9. and nine. And two teams who I didn't think we'd be able to say that for again. Um, you know what a crazy year this has been. When you think about it, it's really not that crazy. I mean, let's talk about the Vikings real quick. Last week against the Seahawks, and we'll get to Seattle later, they had they found the formula for containing Russell Wilson. Unfortunately, they weren't able to hold that uh, for a whole game. They dominated that first half, but that second half was rough. <sighs> I want to pick the Vikings here, honestly. I mean, the Falcons, my goodness. Last game, they you know they finally showed themselves in their in their true colors. Um, Panthers dominated that game. The score looked a little closer than it actually was. Matt Ryan, I mean, he's he's 36 years old, and I don't think people realize just how old he's getting. And ultimately, I... And, you know, they fired Dan Quinn. I need to mention that, too. Thank God they fired Dan Quinn. Because um, the Falcons, for me, I mean, and I'm sure you could say the same, they've always been so entertaining, so fun to watch, but lately it's just been hard to get excited for them anymore because you know that their defense is just going to blow it. So give me Minnesota in this game. I think they control the clock. I think this game goes way under 54 as well. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna take Minnesota. I love Dalvin Cook in this matchup. love Dalvin Cook. And Vikings offense will just do enough to sneak by Atlanta. Now, if this is anything like last week, though, when the Texans fired Bill O'Brien... Somehow the Falcons, after firing Dan Quinn, will find a way to win this game. I feel like it, no, no, no part of me would be shocked if that actually ended up happening, but the Vikings well, are just a better team. I don't agree with that, and we'll get to that later when we do our bold predictions. All right. I'm interested to hear next what you say there. Next game on the slate, we have the Denver Broncos traveling up to Gillette to Craftland to take on the New England Patriots. Craftland. It's pre- it's pretty uh, clean cl- clean cut goodness clean cut here for the Patriots. You're getting Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore back, two of their best players on offense and defense. Two, well, maybe not best players, but let me say two of the most important players because when they're on the field, they affect the game more than anyone else. I love the Patriots in this game. The Broncos are getting Drew Lock back. I don't think that makes a difference because their running back likes to drink and drive. Melvin Gordon. I just traded for him in fantasy, and of course, like a day later, he gets a DUI. So that so that's great. Um, but give me the Patriots in this game. I think they're going to roll. I'll, I'll have them cover the nine and a half. Yeah, I, I'm i going to pick the Patriots for this game. 
I've, I never pick against them unless it's the Chiefs or someone I believe they can't beat. I look for the running game to just demolish this defense. I don't see the Broncos' offense keeping up with New England, and New England will dominate time of possession once again, and it's just going to be like the game against the Raiders. It's just going to be uh, demolishing. All right. Now we have one of the trash games of the week. The Washington, the Washington football team traveling to the Meadowlands to take on the New York football giants. Yeah, earlier I talked about how the, the Texans-Vikings was a battle of combined one and nine teams. Well, we've got another one right here. Another bleep bowl. I'm not going to actually – I don't want to say it that way. I have to do extra work in editing. Um, <laughs> the Washington football team and the New York Giants – Giants are favored by two and a half in this game, and that honestly doesn't shock me. Washington made the move to Kyle Allen last week, and then he got hurt, and Luke and Alex, let me just have you bring it in. Who came in last week? Alex Smith. Alex freaking Smith. Welcome back, bud. Welcome back. I didn't know, I mean, I didn't think I'd ever see him play again. Honestly, I thought his career was over, but he kept to it. He came back. Um, I mean, it's, it's a great story, but... If he's starting again, I can't see the the football team winning this game. He just he's just not. I mean, there's a reason he was the third string. Um, let me just say one quick thing about Dwayne Dwayne Haskins getting benched. There was no reason. Like, okay, I understand he wasn't off to the greatest start in the season, but he's better than Kyle Allen, and he's better than Alex Smith, who just started walking a few months ago. Absolutely no reason to be benching him. Um, Again, that, and that's the main the main sentiment too. I see, you know, people are saying the same thing that I just said. I don't really know why they benched him. You know, he threw for three hundred yards against the Ravens defense. You saw what Joe Burrow did last week against them. He did absolutely nothing. I don't know. I mean, the the, the football team's got some explaining to do. The the only thing that I guess the reason and the reason that people are saying for this, which I guess is makes some sense, is that they just the the football team wants to move on from him and get their guy in there, someone that the GM and the head coach draft and, you know, that they both wanted. I guess they both didn't really, they didn't draft him. They didn't want him. So I guess I, I can see that angle, but did you, do you want Kyle Allen? To, do you want Kyle Allen? Like, I don't understand. Maybe it's time to replace him one Ohio State with another. I like the way you think. <laughs> I would love to see that. But, yeah, I – I'm going to pick New York in this game. They played their asses off, sorry, butts, against the uh, Cowboys last week. And I feel like it's a rivalry game. It's a NFC East game. It's going to be close. But Danny Dimes will prevail in the end. Traveling down a little south, where we have the Bird Bowl. We have the Ravens traveling to Philadelphia to take on Carson West and the Eagles. I love that you come up with like a name for every one of these games. You need to keep doing that. Uh, the Burble Ravens Eagles, and you know, I mean, give let's give the Eagles some credit. Last week against Pittsburgh, uh, they played a lot better than people thought they would. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say there's a big however though. We saw against uh, the Broncos in week what was it week two. They were able to move the ball on the Steelers' defense. Now, they are amazing at getting pressure on the quarterback. 
Their DBs, I kind of question the ability of their DBs a little bit. I know they've got Mika Fitzpatrick, the old Joe Hayden's out there, but I, I question how just how like elite this Pittsburgh defense is because you can move the ball against them. They get a lot of turnovers, but you're able, but teams have been able to move the ball against them. So, so it, obviously the Steelers aren't playing, but the Eagles just played them last week. So. I'm not really buying the Eagles. I don't think last week is any indication of what they may become. So give me the Ravens, and I think the Ravens are going to win them big too. Give me the Ravens in this game as well. I mean, once again, Lamar Jackson. It's just people haven't figured him out yet except the Titans. And I think that Miles Sanders hopefully has a good game. Get me some good fantasy points going there. But Harbaugh. Harbaugh and company will leave Philly with a W this weekend. This is the only time I ever let you say that name on these airwaves. <laughs> All right, now we're traveling across state to the game that a couple years ago wouldn't have as much implication as it does now. We have the 4-1, and one. yes, you heard me right, 4-1 and one Cleveland Browns traveling to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is, I mean, people are calling this game of the week, and I, I, I guess I agree with that. I am, but I, th- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the Browns to win this game, to cover the three and a half. There, I mean, again, like I've said, the Steelers have shown that they, you can move the ball, and this is the perfect kind of offense to be able to do that. I understand it's a rivalry, and honestly, I think that helps the Browns in this case. So. I mean, give, give me Cleveland in this game. That's really all I gotta say. You know, offensively, uh, for the for Pittsburgh, I mean, they they they're complementary. They do enough, uh, you know, with with that defense to win games. But again, the defense has shown you know some weaknesses here and there. There, what what this reminds me of is when basically the Steelers last year, their def- or last yeah last year their their defense was absolutely dominant. This year though, they kind of remind me of the the 2019 Bears. You know, the year after. They're not getting off as you know to as hot of a start. They're still getting turnovers, but they're able. You know, teams like the Browns, I think, are going to be able to put up some major points here. Um, so give me the Browns. Give me the over too. I like Cleveland in this game too. I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger has been impressing, especially with Chase Claypool. My goodness, that kid is good. Yeah, I mean, he, he had a great game last week. I, I'd be a little skeptical to say that he's going to be, like, their number one receiver for the rest of the year. Maybe he will be, but um, he had a fantastic game last week, though. He was, he was fun to watch. Yeah, this game lives and dies by the accuracy of Baker Mayfield, honestly. I mean, if he can get that play-action bootleg going, the Steelers are not going to beat him. That is his signature play, and he has... With some of the best wide receivers to do that with in Landry and Beckham. I just, I feel like Cleveland will prevail in the end. Now, we travel on down to Carolina for the former, for the bowl of the former John Fox coach teams. The, mm, the Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers. Oh, do I have a lot to say about that team in Chicago. We haven't recorded since the Bears beat, uh... The Tampa Bay Bucks. So I've I've got a few things to say. Um, in these last few weeks, I think these these last three weeks have given us all sides of Nick Foles. 
Um, against the Falcons, obviously, he came in basically through five touchdowns, uh, like I said. And then the next week against Indianapolis, he absolutely – I mean, it, it wasn't all his fault, but he showed he has some sort of limitations. And then this pack, past week against the Buccaneers, he showed that he's able – You know, he, he's an NFL quarterback for a reason. Um, there's a reason why he's starting and Mitch isn't. So let, let me just start with that. Never in his career has Nick Foles been a guy to you know absolutely blow the top off in every single game, and do something that, you know, it, it's that that is seen as absolutely special. I think we were reminded of that. I was humbled and reminded of that myself. I we sh- Bears fans shouldn't be expecting Nick Foles to be this savior at quarterback. Um, he, I mean, he is savior in a way, but not this like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers like quarterback. He does enough for the team to win, and that's what I like about him. That's And that's really all we need with our defense. Um, and the defense who, kind of like I said about the Steelers, you know, teams have been able to move the ball against the defense, but the defense, uh, especially in the red zone, especially uh, really inside the 32, um, are, we're able to hold teams to field goals and give our offense a chance to win. And Nick Foles is always great um, with, with coming back in games. In terms of this game, however, we are playing the Carolina Panthers, who have won three in a row. Uh, they're they're kind of hot right now. Teddy Bridgewater is playing, you know, with his hair on fire. Having no Christian McCaffrey really hasn't made a difference. And Alex, this is something um, I wanted to bring up too. Mike Davis is playing just as well as Christian as we've seen Christian McCaffrey play. So, uh, my question for you, and I don't know how much you've thought about this, is the success of the Carolina like running backs? Is it really like? Is it as much Christian McCaffrey? Is it or is it just? I mean, the scheme that they run. I know it's a, it's a different coach now, but they've always seemed to just use their running backs for fifty percent of the plays. It seems like. So, what's your take on that? Ever since I got Christian McCaffrey, they've been a running back centered team, and the way Mike Davis has played in the past three weeks, I feel like a lot of credit has to go to the coaching. I mean, even with Joe Brady and Matt Rule now there, it's. It's amazing to see. It reminds me a lot of what they do in New England. I mean, you see four backs go out, and I know it's just like one back in Carolina, but they just get it done. But yeah, for this game, I am going to take the Bears. Thank you. Because, because you know the you know the saying, great players make big plays in big moments. Exactly. Khalil Mack mm-hmm. will have a game-changing play this week mm-hmm. that will and he'll he's just going to tear up Teddy Bridgewater oh. I feel like. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. And and the thing is too, like last week Khalil Mack had I mean basically he had three sacks, one was called back because you know they got to protect quarterbacks I guess. He quote unquote threw Tom Brady to the ground. Very very ticky-tacky there, but he came back, had a great game last week, absolutely destroyed Tristan Wirfs. Uh, I don't know if you remember the play where he – it was after he sacked Brady and he just threw Tristan Wirfs to the brown. Tristan Wirfs is like 320 pounds, and Khalil Mack just threw him off like a rag doll. I thought that was hilarious. And just it kind of scary, honestly. If I was playing Khalil Mack, I would be scared out of my mind. Him and Aaron Donald are the two players in the league that absolutely scare the crap out of me. Um and I and I hope I hope this is the week where the Bears win of like a convince in convincing fashion because every win that we've had this year has been relatively close. I want to see us play a complete game this week against Carolina, who is like I said a good team too. So it'll be interesting. 
This next game, I'd like to title the Strong Cats Week Records Bowl. We have the Detroit Lions heading down to Duval to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Remember how they started off the season, they beat uh, the Colts, and then everyone was like, whoa, are the Jags going to be are they gonna be a little sneaky this year? No. No, they're not. It's unfortunate. I love me some Gardner Minshew, but I just I, – I, it sucks that they've gotten to this point. And with the Lions, they came back, beat the Cardinals in week three. Maybe the Card- – I won't use the F word fraud on Cardinals this week, but, I mean, the Lions came out and they beat – and they beat them pretty handily. Uh, by week, last week, give me the Lions in this game. I, I think they win this one. I think they win it pretty comfortably, too. Matt Stafford, he's still got it. And he's a guy that he's been very unappreciated, I think, in his career. He hasn't been Hall of Fame level, but he's been a great quarterback throughout his career. I think very underrated. Give me the Lions big. Yeah, I, um, I would also say the Lions this week. I look for this defense to step up this week. They have a lot of good names on that defense. A lot of former Patriots that have done very well. And, I've, and Matt Patricia will scheme her and just do his thing. So give me the Lions. This next game I have entitled, The Where's Chad Pennington When You Need Him? <laughs> we have the New York Football Jets versus the Miami Dolphins. Now before the season... This game would probably be looked at as an absolute sleeper. You you may have thought that these teams might end up with an 0-10 combined record. Um, but the Dolphins, I've heard, I heard something this week, and a lot of people have been saying this. Dolphins have a shot at the playoffs? I, I mean, I've been hearing that. Ryan Fitzpatrick's been playing great. And I've been saying all this whole year, and Alex, you can attest to this, in Miami, in warmer weather months, they perform. We'll see if they can keep this up um, against the Jets, who release Le'Veon Bell. And even with Le'Veon Bell, they are going to get freaking shellacked. They are a dumpster fire of a franchise. Adam Gase should have been fired after week three. There's no reason not to pick the Dolphins in this game. You, I mean, you never know. Things, Weird things happen, but my gosh. Get the Jets out of the NFL, for God's sake. I'm convinced that the Clemson could beat... Okay, yeah, I won't go that far, but... Get, Give me the Dolphins big. This game won't even require Fitz Magic. It's just going to need Fitzpatrick. I mean, I just don't see any way the Jets are going to win this game, especially down in Miami. I like what Fitzpatrick is doing, and just give me the Dolphins big. And i also like to point out, if you ever hear this, Trevor Lawrence, Dabo would love to have you back for a senior year. Do not go out this year. Stay one more year so you can avoid (laughs) being drafted by the Jets. Well, yeah, but then next year we're going to be saying the same thing about whoever the worst team next year is, so. That's true, but please think think before you act, Trevor. (laughs) And now we're finally getting to a good game. We have (laughs) that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, traveling down to take on Another bad man. Tom Brady in the almost retirement bowl. So, I'm scared of the Packers. I think you know that. Um, I mean, they're getting Devontae Adams back this week. 
who it's great for my fantasy team, but not great for um, uh, the NFL. Let's put it that way. Aaron Rodgers is on a FU revenge tour, and in th- this game scares me. I will say, if there's any game that they're going to lose, it's going to be against the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Tom Brady might be the only thing, even at 43 years old, that can stop this Aaron Rodgers hype train and this Aaron Rodgers train period. Not even a hype train. The hype is real here in Green Bay. Um, they 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 are the team right now in the NFL. That I, I would say that they're the best team right now, the Packers. Um, they've shown absolutely no signs of true like blatant weaknesses. So give me the Packers in this game. Um, maybe again, maybe the Bucks bounce back. They do get Chris Godwin back. We'll see how much uh, that affects the game. But give give me the Pack as much as it pains me to say that. If this game was like six years ago, this would be like one of my favorite matchups. Like back when the Patriots went to Lambeau in 2014, I know that the Patriots lost, but that was a heck of a matchup in that game. Rodgers versus Brady. But now, it's just going to be Rodgers, man. Rodgers is just going to sling. He's going to be Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez scandaling. Oh, Aaron Jones, touchdown for him too. And let me give just, me the Packers and give me them big in this game. Let me just say one thing about the Bucks too. Obviously, talking about them, um, obviously watching them very intensely last week against Chicago. They're a, they're a really good team. I, I they they are a good team. They have a way better defense than they did, that they did last year until Vita Vie got hurt. I think that's really going to hurt them. Um, get it, it's going to give Aaron Rodgers a lot more time to throw the ball. And when Aaron Rodgers isn't throwing the ball, Aaron Jones, I mean he he's becoming top fifteen ten running back in this league. So, uh, yeah, even more reason to pick the Packers here. Absolutely. Now, for Sunday night, we have the Sean McVay-led Rams traveling up to the Bay to take on the Kyle Shanahan-led 49ers in the California Bowl. This is a game last year... This game was the beginning of the 49ers. Okay, crap, this team might be for real. When they get when they went to LA and won, this time the Rams are coming back to San Francisco, and the teams have completely flip flopped. Um, for for the 49ers, it's mostly because of injury. Jimmy G just came back last week, but but Alex, last week, I mean, insert puke sound effect for the way the 49ers played last week. I understand no Nick Bosa, no Solomon Tom. My goodness, though, that wasn't. That I mean that was that was that was an abomination of a game by the 49ers last week. A team that's just coming off a Super Bowl. I think they they might still be hungover from that game. I love the Rams in this game. I love the Rams so much that if they were a girl, I would make love to it. Give me the LA Rams in this game. Sunday night football, they go in and they blow them out. I'd like to point out that the Rams are leading the NFL in yards per rush. Exactly. Without, they, without Todd Gurley. They have three just, They have three different running backs that they use out there. I mean, it's crazy what they're able to do. I know this may be a long shot, but Sean McVay is the best offensive mind in the NFL. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have that discussion. We'll have the discussion at another time. Yeah, but give me the Rams in this game. Two words for you, Aaron Donald. I mean, oh my goodness! I saw a stat earlier today. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Aaron Donald has had thirty-three pressures on quarterbacks this season. The Detroit Lions have had forty-three as a team. Think about that for a minute, and then get back to me. 
Uh, but just give me the Rams. Give me. It won't be as big as I have the Packers beating the Bucks, but give me the Rams in a ten-point game. And now, I have, I know it's not normal, but I am liking these two games on Monday. It's it's a nice like way to start the week. In our first game, which I'm declaring my game of the week, we have the Kansas City Chiefs traveling up to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. I really don't have a name for this game because, well, it's just going to be a good game. Buffalo Bills, man, I, I hope that last week was just a body clock thing. Yeah, just a fluke where they're... They weren't really preparing for this, and it was just weird to go to Nashville on a Tuesday night. But goodness gracious, I mean, hopefully that is an indicator of things to come. Josh Allen was shut down for the most part by the Titans' D. I think it is just a little bit of a fluke, but that still doesn't mean that they're going to beat the Chiefs here. I like the Chiefs to win this game. I don't know. Part of me wants to pick the Bills to bounce back in this game. I mean, again, with, with the Chiefs, and let me get to them, they... They were exposed last week, too. Their defense still is just putrid. I mean, like, that. it was putrid in 2018. They kind of fixed it up in 2019. They fixed it up just enough to win a Super Bowl because you don't really need to. I mean, if you hold teams to 20 points every game, that you're going to win with Patrick Mahomes. He'll get you at least 30, it seems like, every single time. But their defense has issues. And I know that the Raiders got some fast receivers, Nelson Aguilar, Henry Ruggs, but my goodness. And the Bills have something. I mean, they've got Stephon Diggs, John Brown, two amazing deep ball receivers. So I might take the I, Bills with the points here. I have found a name for this bowl. It's the Hangover Bowl. The Hangover Bowl, exactly. I mean, two teams coming off of terrible losses. I, I'm i going to pick the Chiefs in this one. I feel like they're a better coach team. They're more experienced. And that will get them over the hump better than the Bills. But once again, nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Absolutely. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Shout out, Chris Berman. <laughs> Rest. And to wrap to wrap up the week, we head to Jerry World, where Cliff Kingsbury is going back to Texas to take on the Cowboys with his Arizona Cardinals. Poor Cowboys and poor Dak Prescott, man. He was having – I wouldn't say – let me just say this. To people who were saying that Dak was on like having an MP, uh, MVP season this year, keep in mind that they were down huge in most of the games this year and had to come back to win or come back to even make it close, i.e. the Browns game. Andy Dalton came in, though, and he put together some two amazing throws to Michael Gallup, two great catches by Gallup, too, uh, to seal the win over the New York football Giants. So two teams here where they're they're trying to find an identity here and they're trying to prove that they are for real. The Cardinals, man, I when they I mean they beat the 49ers week one. Now we see that the 49ers win may not be as good as we thought it was. Regardless, they were able to get a win last week over the Jets. So I'm, I mean they'll we'll have to prove it in this game against the Cowboys, whose defense also stinks. So I don't really know what to think about either of these teams. I might take I'm gonna take Dallas in this game. I, I Arizona's favored, but I think people are underrating how just how not how good Andy Dalton is, but he's not bad. Andy Dalton's not a bad quarterback. I think people forget like 
I mean, he led the Bengals to like five straight playoff appearances. He's not a bad quarterback. He's not he's not great, but he's not bad. And with Zeke Elliott running the ball as well as he's been running it this year, um, I, I like the Cowboys. You took the words right out of my mouth, Jordan. This is going to be my upset of the week with the Cowboys beating the Cardinals. I like it. I Andy Dalton didn't have these kind of receivers when he was in Cincinnati. He did he well. Green. He did have AJ Green, and he had Muhammad Sanu when he was at his best. But 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 I mean, come on. I mean, Amari a- Cooper. AJ Green is injury riddled. You have Amari Cooper, CD Lamb, right. Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Gallup. I mean, anyone would love to have that. And I feel like the Cardinals this year are just more putting up a show than they are for wins. They haven't like clicked just yet, from what I've noticed. They beat the Jets last week. I mean, that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I really don't know a name for this game. Probably just it's a Texas themed. I mean, you have Kyler Murray out yeah. of Allen, Texas. You have Andy Dalton out of TCU in Fort Worth. Cleve Kingsbury in Lubbock. I mean, if you love Texas football, you might as well watch this game. So now I will bring up my bold prediction. Yeah, let, let me uh, hear this. I, I've been kind of waiting to hear this the whole time. I'm interested to see what you got to say. It involves Matt Ryan going to a certain city where the streets flow with Polish sausage <laughs> and draft beer. I'm telling you, man, I feel like there's going to be a huge trade where Matt Ryan goes to Chicago and just becomes the starting quarterback there. I don't know what's going to be in return, but I feel like it's time for overhaul with the Falcons. I feel like they're with a new coach. It's time. It's time to rebuild. And what better place than Chicago? I mean, Nick Foles hasn't really proved himself yet, in my opinion. And Matty Ice, he's a good quarterback. So get him a stable defense. We're going to see some fun. Uh, I mean... I think I'm. I think I don't think it's gonna get any better with Matt Ryan at QB. I think him and Nick Foles, I think, are pretty similar. In in my opinion, Nick Foles has better big playability. Nick Foles can do more with less. I think is what we've seen too. I mean, without Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. I mean, he clearly he is not the same guy. And so, uh, that's an interesting take. I I mean, maybe a few years ago I would have said something like that, but I I think I'm good with my guy. Well, that about wrap that about wraps up the podcast. And it will. It'll I, go ahead. I'd like to point out that I know you love you love to say this, Jordan, but eight from starting tomorrow, eight days until big, the Big Ten returns. Once you said eight days, I already did. I basically have a mental calendar. I just mark off the days. Oh man, I, I'm looking forward to it. The content will be plentiful. When Big Ten football comes out, college football, that's what we're here for. It's that time of year, waking up Saturday morning, smelling the smelling the air, smell of burnt wood outside. A little bit cold, you got to put a nice sweatshirt on. You take the dog out, you walk the dog out, knowing that at 11 a.m., Ohio State is about to beat the brakes off Nebraska. It, it's going to be an absolutely fun day. Alex, you've got any last words for people at home? 
if you want to see a good football game this weekend, turn on Alabama and Georgia. Oh yeah, Bama and Georgia. That that's going to be fantastic, and we'll we'll talk about that next week. NFL Week Six. I'm looking forward to it. We will see you all next week.